Good. I know, I know, I forgot it. I keep forgetting it. All right, but I will, I will get it. All right, let's turn to Zephaniah, chapter 1. And what we're going to talk about today is about not walking after the customs of pagan nations. And we're going to see that it's real simple that the Torah says we are not to walk after the customs of pagan nations. Now, I know everybody knows this, but in regards to Halloween, which is a celebration of the dead, where witches, warlocks, and the enemy, they release spells, they release um, covenants, they try to get people to open their doors to the things of darkness and just like we gear up so to speak for Yahweh's feast days in preparing for Yahweh's feast days or his Sabbath um, witches warlocks and demonic spirits gear up for Halloween being that it's the number one uh, day of darkness. And we're going to see from scriptures that he commands all of Israel, those who say they believe in Messiah, that we must not walk in the customs that are pagan that have pagan roots and not Torah roots. It's for the native-born Israeli as well as for you and I, the ones that have received Messiah and, and have been born from above and grafted in. Now, remember the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 16 through 18, it says, Not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what agreement, what fellowship does light have with darkness? So it's comparing satanic things dark to darkness and messiah things to light um, and then he says what does belial have in common with um, yahweh and there is nothing 
Then he says that we need to come out from among them and be separate. And then it says that then when we come out from among them and we live a separated life, Yahweh will receive us. Yahweh will be a father to us and we will be his sons and daughters. Now that's my paraphrase version of those scriptures. So basically, we are commanded not to walk in any of the customs or practices of pagan nations. Now I'm going to read this out of the NLT version because it says it real plain and simple and I like it a lot better than my Hebraic Bible. So in verse 1 it says, this is the word that Yahweh spoke. So we know who's speaking here in Zephaniah chapter 1 that Yahweh's speaking and then in verse 8 it says, On that day of judgment, says Yahweh, I will punish the leaders and princes of Judah and all those following pagan customs. And then in verse 9 it says, Yes, I will punish those who participate in pagan worship ceremonies. Now normally, I don't care that much for the NLT version because, you know, they got all the pagan names in it. But I like this version because it just really clarifies things. So it says that on verse 8, on the day of judgment... Yahweh says, I'll punish the leaders and princes of Judah because obviously they were following the customs of pagan nations. And then it says, and all those following pagan customs. So, we know that Halloween is part of the pagan system. We know that it celebrates darkness. I mean, it doesn't take a high education when you see that the majority of costumes people wear, or just think back when you participated in it, if you did, that the majority of costumes are dark, are of darkness, they're of witches, they're of goblins. And you should, if you're ever led to, listen to some testimonies of ex-witches or warlocks and how they go into depth of <clears throat> the deception that Christians are in because of their participation in Halloween and it's just really mind-blowing of some of the details that they reveal. But nonetheless, it says here very clearly, Yahweh says, do not participate in any of those 
customs. And then he says, on that day there will be judgment. So this also reveals to us, even if it's done ignorantly, not knowingly, you know, like a lot of people, they think, oh, it's not a big deal to go trick-or-treating, you know, getting candy for the kids, so on and so forth. When you realize what trick-or-treating, the pagan roots of it are, you will realize that you ought not to participate in it in any way, shape, fashion, or form. And you can do your own research on that. So it says here that there will be a judgment that will take place upon individuals participating in those pagan customs, unless, of course, we repent of it, we renounce it, we come out of it, we turn away from it, and ask Yahweh, through His blood and through His name, to forgive us and to break and deliver us from any spells, curses, or even judgments that have come upon us because of our involvement in witchcraft. And that's what Halloween is all about, is being, even though it's deceptive, it's participating in witchcraft. So everything that takes place in darkness, every evil work that takes place that night when you go trick-or-treating or when you participate in it in any way, shape, fashion, or form, everything that takes place negatively by demonic spirits you are connected to. Comes down the line, if you will, kind of like, you know, if you have a tube of, of water, you know, that's starting 50 miles from where you live, it eventually will get to your house and provide you water. Well, the same way, when you participate, even if it's ignorantly, in Halloween, what goes on in darkness will trick will have a trickle effect down upon your life and it may not be right away it may be later on in life there are curses that are released on people and they are scheduled to manifest at a later point in their life like when they're 40s 50s 60s and those need to be broken those need to be renounced of and those need to be dealt with spiritually um, then in verse 9 it says yes i will punish those who participate in pagan worship ceremonies so it's really clear what yahweh says here you know notice he didn't excuse Anybody because of a lack of knowledge. Matter of fact, Hosea 4 6 says, What? My people perish for, knowledge. for my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. All right, next verse. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 10. 
And again, I know most of us know these things, but it's good to get a refresher course. It's good to get our minds renewed again. And I do realize when you work in this system, world system, Satan is the god of this world system. And you're going to be in offices, you're going to be around people that participate in it, and you might stand out like a sore thumb. We do. And that's what being set apart is all about, that they clearly can recognize you. And how idiotic it is for a person that says, I believe in Messiah, and then they're dressed up like a witch. I mean, to me, that is just, that is just, you know, total um, ignorance and deception. But in Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 2, it says, Thus says Yahweh, you must not learn the way of pagan nations. And if you read the next few verses, it talks about going out into a tree, cutting down an evergreen tree, nailing it to a, a uh, stake, bringing it into your house, and adorning it with silver and gold. And so that is very clear that it's referring to a Christmas tree. But that's not all it's referring to. It says that Yahweh says, you must not learn the way of pagan nations. Now, we have all learned the ways of pagan nations, and so you and I need to unlearn them, renounce them. It's just not enough to, you know, realize, oh man, I should have not gotten involved in this, that, or the other thing, but you need to renounce it. You need to literally use your mouth and renounce any involvement in witchcraft, in Ouija boards, in reading horoscopes, in tarot cards, in seances. And now you're going to, you, you might think this is silly, but any time you went to a rock and roll or country western or a secular concert, you are, were participating in witchcraft and in a celebration of worship unto darkness, unto Satan. Um, and so all those things must be renounced. We must ask Yahweh for forgiveness. Any attachments, demonic attachments that came upon our life because of our involvement in these things, we need to ask him to break them, sever them, destroy them, and then reverse the curse, if you will, and pray that he would avenge you seven times because Proverbs says if a thief be caught, he must repay what? Sevenfold. Seven All right. Another scripture, Exodus 23. And verse 24, Exodus 23 and verse 24. 
We are not, as believers in Messiah Yeshua, and if you consider yourself a believer in Messiah Yeshua, and you are participating in Halloween, thinking that it's just some innocent holiday, you need to rethink that. You need to examine that in light of the scriptures because if you reject what Yahweh says about any subject, and this is referring to customs of pagan nations, we know that Halloween came from the Druids, it wasn't an American thing. It was happening two, 3,000 years ago. So we know that it was a practice of pagan nations, and we are not to participate in it. Uh, America is a pagan nation. Yes, correct. And... In 1 Samuel 15, verse 23, it says that rebellion is the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness is the sin of idolatry. So whatever Yahweh's Torah says and however it commands us to live, if you reject it, whether it's unclean foods, whether it's the Sabbath, whether it's the feast days, whether it's treating your brother like you want to be treated, whatever, if you reject it, you are then, and you go against it, and you just have the attitude, hey, I'm just going to keep doing because I don't believe that. I'm going to keep doing it then you are in rebellion. The Bible says you are participating in witchcraft and in idolatry, and then you will experience the judgment that Zephaniah talked about. And the wages of sin is what? Death. Death. And it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily show up in 24 hours, but it will show up. So in Exodus 23, verse 24, it says, you shall not bow to them. And the them are the pagan gods and customs and ceremonies of the nations that Yah was leading his people into. And then it says, nor are you to do after them or you're to go after them. So he says it real clearly. You shall not bow to those pagan customs, ceremonies, or gods, nor shall you do after them. Any questions, thoughts, testimonies concerning that so far? Parade, but they say it's a, a, a story parade, so I'm like, 
should I do that or not? No. For me, I would say negative, no. Because okay. what you might just do that day is keep her home. That's what I would do. Just keep her home. That way there's no involvement. And now most of that school is probably uneducated spiritually about what's, what they're participating in. Or if they are, maybe there's some people in there that know what they're participating in. And that's the way they seduce um, children into this lifestyle is through, you know, the candy and all that stuff, the fun stuff, the parades, you know, the, the processions. They think it's just innocent fun, but it's a form of trying to trap them. All right, Leviticus, chapter 20, verse 23. And I know sometimes kids feel like they're missing something when their classmates participate in something. Um, and that's where it takes the parents to explain to them the reasons why and... Um, and then go and then just go from there and you know as Yahweh leads you uh, you could make a special day of it you and your daughter or what whoever it might be someone and their son whatever you know go out for breakfast or go do something special between the two of you um, so that they don't feel slighted or like they're missing out on something. And, you know, so just pray and seek Yah's wisdom on how to handle that. Because that's a tough one because those kids have a lot of peer pressure, you know. And even adults don't handle peer pressure well. Um, and children, they really get attacked with it. But in Leviticus 20 and verse 23... It says, you will not follow the ways of the nation that I, am le that I am driving out before you. So again, the Torah says that you will not follow the ways, plural, of the nation which he was driving out so they could move in and take over. So again, that clearly reveals we are not to participate in anything that has to do with any form of pagan celebrations, pagan customs, whether it's the Halloween thing, Christmas thing. I know at Christmas time they have all those plays and skits and, you know... There's a lot in schools that they participate with. So, you know, we are not to participate in that. And again, I feel for parents because, you know, their children are being pulled in one direction. But that's what happens when we send our kids 
to a non-biblical, even charter schools, yeah, Christian schools, school. they do the same thing. Yeah. You would pretty much have to find a Messianic, Hebraic school, which I don't even know if those things even exist. But nonetheless, um, Deuteronomy 18 and verse 9. Deuteronomy 18 and verse 9. It says, when you come into the land that Yahweh has given you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable, and I wrote in parentheses, pagan parentheses, practices of these nations. So Yahweh says here, that when you come into your land, that we are not to follow these abominable practices. So we see here that Yahweh refers to anything that is outside of his feast days, his Sabbath, any other type of um, customs, Halloween, Christmas, New Year's, Easter, so on and so forth, he calls them abominable. They disgust him. And, the, and I just wrote in parentheses, they are pagan practices. So these nations at that time, and every one of them but Israel, were practicing pagan worship and ceremonies and Yahweh warned his people that when you come into these nations you are not to participate in them and he is speaking the same thing to you and I in the nation in which we live I know some listen to this they're in America some are in Africa and everywhere else that I don't even have any clue of and he is saying to you and I, as a believer in Yahshua Messiah, now if you're not a believer, then this won't be applying to you. But if you are a believer, if you think you're a believer, and you say you're a believer, then you need not participate in any ceremony, any practice, any custom that the Bible calls pagan. Alright, now this next verse is for the New Testamenters. People that, there are, go to turn to Romans 1. There are people that they think everything in the front of the book no longer is necessary. All they want to hear about is the end of the book. And we are going to see that this says the same thing. Romans chapter 1 Romans chapter 1 and verse 18 It says for the wrath of Yahweh is revealed 
from heaven against, and if you can underline against, circle it, or if you're taking notes, write it in caps, is against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth. So we see here that Paul says that the wrath of Yahweh is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and, un, and all unrighteousness. And that would include anything that would be classified as an abomination. Now the context of this is homosexuality. And he's talking about people that are doing things that they ought not be doing. A man sleeping with a man, a woman with a woman. And it says that they will experience Yahweh's wrath against their ungodliness. But it also reveals that there are people that are suppressing the truth. Teaching people that Yahweh is love, and He is, and that, you know, your perversion, your participation in ungodliness and unrighteousness, you know, is no big deal. It's been nailed to the cross or to the tree. And the effects of our sin truly have been nailed to the tree, but if you're continuing in them, heaven help you. So we see here that the wrath of Yahweh <coughs> is revealed against anything that is considered ungodliness or unrighteousness. And dressing up, I mean, what greater slap into the face of the creator of light, Yahweh Yeshua, for the enemy to deceive so-called Yahweh's people to dress up as a devil, to dress up as a witch, to put makeup on that would even um, look witchcrafty. I saw something, I was walking past something the other day in the store, and it was a lady dressed up as a witch on a poster, had certain makeup on, and I forget what they called it, but it just, to me, exposed it was witchcraft. All right, um, if you look in Revelations chapter 21... Revelations chapter 21 and verse 8. It says, For the cowardly and the unbelieving. Now what are they supposed to believe? The Torah, Yah's laws and commandments. And if you're too cowardly to step out in faith and to obey them, there will be a judgment. 
Now, it, then it says, and those having become sinful, murderers, fornicators, sorcerers, that's people that are involved in witchcraft in any way, shape, fashion, or form. So when you are participating in Halloween, you're part of sorcery. And idolaters, liars, then it says their part will be in the lake burning with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So we see here that Yahweh's not playing. When he says we are to come out from among them, and when he says no, you are not to participate in these things, who in the heck do we think we are to try to change them? He says that we are not to walk after the customs of pagan nations. And Halloween is a custom after a pagan nation from the Druids. Look in um, Deuteronomy chapter 12. And this will be my last scripture on this subject. I was planning something different for today, but this came to me this morning. And maybe I'll go over what I was planning after this because it kind of goes hand in hand. Deuteronomy chapter 12 and verse 29 through 32. Again, I'm going to read it in the NLT version because I like how it says it. I just substituted Yah's name where they had L-O-R-D. So it says, When Yahweh goes ahead of you and destroys the nations and you drive them out and live in their land, notice it, do not fall into the trap of following their customs so it says it right here, do not fall, and this is what I like about this version, do not fall into the trap of following their customs. Because the world system will say it's no big deal, it's just fun. You know, even religious people might say it's no big deal, it's just fun. But Yah clearly says, do not fall into the trap of following their customs. And here's the reason why. And worshiping their gods. When you participate in the Christmases, in the New Year's, in the Easter's, in the Halloween's, you are worshiping the gods that are behind those pagan holidays. <laughs> You are participating in that, and then the judgment that will come upon that darkness will also trickle down into your life, and Yah doesn't want that. He's trying to protect us. 
Just like when a parent teaches a child before you cross the street, look both ways twice. Because he doesn't want his child to get hurt or killed. And so the parent has to teach their child certain things, trying to protect them. And, and that's the way all of Yahweh's commandments are. The mess that much of our society is in all comes from them refusing to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. I mean, the emotional mess that many people find themselves in are all because of sexual sin that started in the 60s and most of us participated in it. But even today, it's even crazier. And Yahweh's telling you not to do this because it will have a great effect on your life. Now, you may not think so right now, but at some point in time, it's going to mess you up. Like when a parent tells a child, don't do something because they know that that is going to cause something else and the kid still goes and does it and then falls flat on their face. Exactly. So, and then the rest of that verse says very clearly, you must not worship Yahweh, your Elohim, the way pagan nations worship their gods. This commandment from Torah nullifies any type of Christianizing of Halloween, Christmas, Easter, so on and so forth. Even it, you cannot Christianize what is called unclean, whether it's pork, shrimp, whatever. You cannot make something that is unclean in Yahweh's eyes, clean. Whether it's food or whether it's a holiday, a pagan holiday, like Halloween, Christmas, Easter. You cannot make that which is unclean and an abomination in Yahweh's eyes clean. You cannot make homosexuality clean and just by saying they're in love. You, it doesn't work that way. That which is, which is clean is clean and Yahweh will bless. That which is unclean can never become clean. So you can't do that. And this verse clearly says you cannot worship and you must not worship Yah your Elohim, the same way the pagan nations worship their gods. He's saying, no, 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 no. It's very clear there on verse 31. Very clear. So, it says... You must not walk after the customs of pagan nations. Now, there are many customs that might have infiltrated and are still infiltrating areas of our life. 
And we ask Yahweh to expose them. We ask Yahweh to bring them to light and that we would turn away from them. That we would renounce them. That we would come against them in the authority of his name. So Father, we just thank you for your grace, your mercy, your goodness and your kindness. We also thank you for your anointing destroying any covenant, any spells, any um, curses, and any of your judgments that have come upon us or through our bloodlines because of involvement in any form of participation of paganistic worship holidays. We renounce them. We break their power over our lives through the blood of Yahshua and in the power of His name. And we thank you, Father, for severing every attachment that may have come upon us because of our involvement in any form of satanic worship or participation that we did even though it was ignorantly. We renounce it. We come against it in the authority of your name. And we thank you, Father, for reversing the curse. We thank you, Father, that if a thief be caught, he must repay sevenfold. So, Father, we declare that Satan has been caught in this manner. And we thank you for bringing a sevenfold restoration and vengeance into our life, restoring us from whatever might have been affected because of our own sin or the sin that was passed down from generation to generation. Halloween is all about familiar spirits. So every assignment of familiar spirits that have been sent into our lives to release its dark spells and covenants we break their power in the authority of Yah's name. And we thank you, Father, that we are a new creation and old things have passed away and all things have become new. In Yeshua's name. Do you want me to go over the the one thing I did have planned for today, or do you want to wait for next week? Um, um, I don't know. We have quite a bit here. You know, go over and over. All right, we'll just hold on to it.